Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, how was your fourth? It was patriotic. It was... <laughs> As it should be. Dripping with succulent, meaty burgers. <laughs> no veggie burgers allowed. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Veganism is an atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be like outlawed somewhere in the Constitution. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure, but it doesn't it doesn't come up very frequently. But yeah, I've I've heard that vegans are often eaten in certain areas of rural Texas yeah. to celebrate the Fourth of to July. To celebrate, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very strange cannibal listic like mm. ritual but um yeah it it really attracts a lot of people there's also a lot of musical acts yeah. out there it's 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 kind of the burning man of the fourth of july yeah and yeah, yeah. they call it the roasting man <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's it, horrifying but some of the uh some of the interpretive it's dances horrifying actually, but beautiful at the same yeah. time yeah and it, there's not you know when you look at it on paper you're like this this is not going to live up to its billing i, I won't want to be there i won't want to see that you do and it's yeah. weird that you do want to be there but it's sort of kubrick-esque it is you know very, yes it's very kubricky um okay so here's one funny thing that i forgot about the fourth of july i forgot about how loud fireworks are oh really <laughs> yes because i haven't this is our first year with an infant and so when and she yeah. like powered through like she did a great job holding out all the sound and like staying down asleep and all that good stuff but i mean we were outside a couple times and i mean just mortars going off around our house yeah people celebrating the freedom love to see it but <laughs> but at the same time it's just like oh my gosh this it's is so like, loud yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing the difference like one day can make too. Yeah. Because on the fourth of July, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's blow it up. And then the next day, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> so that makes me think. I actually looked at our. Uh, this is the first time I did this. Our Eastland <laughs> Facebook page. Mm. Uh, to see if there was any kind of like chatter about like Fourth of July, like festivities or anything like that, because you always think you're going to get some good stuff on. Yeah. And I didn't find any, but I had a great <laughs> story from uh, from my parents that they were talking about in their neighborhood Facebook. Mm. There was somebody that was talking about, and I, and I do sympathize. I understand that like dogs can get really like agitated by this, and I understand yeah. that. But the person had put out on the Facebook page basically. Can we all just agree on doing this one day? That way, I'm prepared, and we can like just make this happen. Which is like, which is <laughs> which a, is kind of what we've already done. Which like, is a fair assessment of like what the problem is. But the reality is, you were putting this on Facebook where people were just going to lash out against you and say, <laughs> "No, we are partying all weekend long." Yeah. And so we've already sort of collectively said, <laughs> as a country, "All right, the day that we do fireworks is the Fourth of July." Right? Yeah. All right, guys, like let's <laughs> let's do it. Like, let's blow it up, but let's do it on the 4th of July. I do think it's also really funny. You get, like, a, a pre-show 
in the days leading up to the fourth. Yeah. And sometimes you get a closing ceremony, but you definitely get the pre-show <laughs> where people are just like, every once in a while, like, you, you know that there are just kids in the house that are like, can we just sit like one off? It's like that Christmas gift on yeah. like the Christmas <laughs> Eve. Can we sit just like one off? And then that turns into like three or four and you know, that kind of thing. And then, yeah. So, so yeah. So it does turn into an entire weekend yeah. of... I feel like um, yeah. we should we should do that with more holidays though, right? Like we should sure. definitely, you know, leading up to the week before Easter, you should yeah. just have random <laughs> Easter eggs that you know, just like do like a let's yes. do like a fifteen minute hunt. Let's just Absolutely. do let's do a couple of eggs, mm-hmm. kind of like get it going. That's good. Yeah, Ma- you know, like maybe like Thanksgiving. Like let's eat you know half a turkey. Yeah, on Wednesday. <laughs> And then we'll do a whole turkey on Thursday. Kind of like prep for it. We do this interesting thing on Thanksgiving where we stuff ourselves just like everybody else in the country. Yeah. And then for dinner, we don't always do like the leftovers, but it's it'll be something completely different where it's like, oh man, I'm going to eat leftovers for the next like week and a half. Can we do like pizza or something like that just something that's completely off the there, like there has to be list. a departure because right. you're, right. you're also setting up sort of a conflict which mm-hmm. is also very like thanksgiving oh right? yeah because like you've gotta you've gotta have that good kind thanksgiving food that comes in and is peaceful mm-hmm. but you've got to introduce conflict for it to really be a good reflection of what happened to our country <laughs> So that yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta be like, hey, we're all peaceful. Just kidding, pizza. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, and just it, crash a Hindenburg of pizza <laughs> into your gut. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, it, we're just we're reaping what we're sowing at that point with um, the conquest of America. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of the conquest of the American gut, yes, uh, you and I both have an appreciation for if not a deep-seated love for wings we do love wings uh and of course when we say wings we are speaking in the colloquial tongue of our native uh buffaloians yeah right (laughs) that's right yeah (laughs) north of us yeah uh so buffalo wing is what we're speaking of. of course yes uh and we also love uh, roosters, mm-hmm. which is, of course, buffalo chicken roosters. Yeah, BC that's roosters. Big, right. Uh, and we discovered the other day uh, when we were ordering from roosters um, a phenomenon. A phenomenon. That's a good way to name it. A phenomenon. Uh, when we ordered online, there you have your option for sauce, you have uh-huh. your option for yep. uh, bone in or boneless. Yeah, absolutely. Celery, ranch, blue cheese, all the standards for yeah. any wing heads out there that yes. are like ready to nosh on wings. Yeah, you've got every option that you can have, you know, yeah. half and half, right? Know, whatever. Now, we ran across, we ran across an option that I think can only be described in its own terms. Yes. And that is. Extra wet. <laughs> I have no, I have never seen that before. I have also I, never I seen. was I was shocked into a state of like 
I went to another realm for a second because I was like, this cannot be a wing ordering option. Extra, the, <laughs> extra. the phrase being used, it's not extra sauce. It's not no. little extra sauce on the side. Not those options. It's just wet, extra, extra wet, wet wings. And I just want to, I, I want to take you to a place where you are sitting just if you will and if you, if any of you are able just close your eyes in this moment and mm. just imagine with mm-hmm. me logan sits at his table he's ordered a beverage which he is enjoying and i the waiter approach and upon concluding his order of delicious wings i i ask logan Oh, excuse me, sir. I forgot to ask. Would you like those wings extra wet? Of course I want them extra wet. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. I will make them dripping wet for you. Dripping I'm going to make, make I, those I don't know wings. If dripping wet is a category above or below <laughs> extra wet. They're going to be in there. so wet. <laughs> the, oh, my gosh. I have never been so, like, just... Turn off, <laughs> yes, by a by a like food <laughs> description. Would you like, like those wings sloppy? <laughs> you want them soggy, wet wings? How, how do you make those extra wet? Well, <laughs> we take your wings and we put them on the counter, and then after we're done mopping the floor, we just we we plop that mop down and make a sloppy mop plop of wing. <laughs> <laughs> of wings oh man now i'm thinking of the woman from billy madison the lunch lady where she's like have some more sloppy joes <laughs> yes <laughs> but we get that waiter instead and she's like i know how you kids like them extra wet <laughs> i think there are some other circumstances in which extra wet could be an option Okay, I'm I'm curious. Uh, transport yourself, if you will, yes, uh, to a fine dining experience. Okay, where you are asked if you would like your salad extra wet. <laughs> Man, I know some people that like just cake on dressing. Oh yeah, and that to me is like, I mean, it's the it's the dad joke of like, you want some salad with your dressing. <laughs> Yes. But like Which, just, as a dad, I have to yeah, I have to laugh gratuitously. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, there there's nothing appealing about like an extra wet salad. I think the only thing I might like extra wet is like my glass of water. And even then, <laughs> even then, if a waiter asked me if I'd like my water extra wet, I would be grossed out. I would be concerned with what they're doing with the water in the back. What do you mean extra <laughs> wet? This water, like, water is the essence of wet, so I don't understand. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah, Roosters, like, threw me for a loop. Now, here's the thing. We saw that on the DoorDash app. Yes. And so, when the next time we go, we're going to pay close attention to see whether extra wet is an option. Because if that is on the menu, the menu that I've looked at several times, yes. then I have... 
either it is a recent addition, some sort of strange marketing program, where you got some guy, he's like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to make a bunch more money. We're going to make the wings extra, extra wet. wet. You know? And they're they're going like, to shell out every the store. money for those that's extra right, wet wings. Right. You know what these college kids like? They like extra wet wings. They love them extra <laughs> wet. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Get it out the door Every shop in America, get them out there. Extra wet. Extra wet. (laughs) Make sure it's in styrofoam because it's going to be extra wet. Jugs of extra sauce just pouring into Richard's Just a big sloppy clamshell (laughs) container of extra wet wings. Yeah, it's a terrible way to ship it, but they don't even put a top on it. They just have to drive very carefully. It's an open top. The wings are floating in that oh, sauce. Man. But if that's on the menu there, then I have clearly like just blocked it out in some subconscious the next time, way. I am with a straight face. <laughs> the next time we go to Roosters, I'm just going to look the waiter in the eye and I'm going to say, I'd like those extra wet, please. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that. Because that's can I get be... those extra wet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's all sorts of ways to say it without making it creepy, but it doesn't make it better. No. No. <laughs> I think you just have to be really matter of fact. Hey, could I get those extra wet? <laughs> and then if they kind of do a double take, you've got to double down on how serious oh, you are. That's good. What if they did a double take because I'm sorry? they didn't even know it was an option? Yeah. What if no. This... No. I, I just want them like super sloppy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, oh, like get that sauce in there and just splash it on. <laughs> I want those suckers swimming. Splash that sauce, son. Oh my goodness. I want it to look like a bowl of cereal <laughs> made of wings and the milk is sloppy wet sauce. <laughs> Can I get a bowl? Can I get a bowl of wings, please? I'm going cuckoo for sloppy wet <laughs> wings. <laughs> Can I get some oops all wings, please? <laughs> I do have one review for Roosters. And I would love to take it under review. I we need to get like a, a some music for we that. Need I need to like music. dive. I need to dive into that and figure that out. So we yeah. will we will get back to you, listener. <laughs> If somebody could take that that is listening to that and mix it for us, that'd be perfect. <laughs> mix what? Mix this mix horrible, that you just sloppy, <laughs> wet wing of sound. Oh, that's a trademark. So, <laughs> so one review that I want to go over. I want you to tell me whether or not this is a good or bad review. Okay, okay. it's very short, so be ready. Okay. Aggressive staff. Ooh. Aggressive staff. Um, gosh, that really could go either way. Could go either way. I'm gonna say negative. It is a negative review. That's okay. a one star review. Okay, which makes sense. But it got me thinking. That, that that's the only info that's provided in that. So I'm assuming staff, like. Obviously, you're not anticipating an aggressive staff member no. at a restaurant, but there's a way that this could be really good. Have you ever yeah. been to a, uh, like one of those restaurants that they're like intentionally rude to you? Yeah, and, yeah. Like chuck biscuits yeah. at you and whatnot when mm-hmm. you ask for them. Yeah. What if what if you had a bar and grill that was like known for its hustle and aggressive service? <laughs> To where it is a competitive environment for the wait staff that is there. Ooh, yeah. That it is who doggy dog 
and like who can deliver their food first like Ooh, people yeah. like they're wearing like shoulder pads it's yeah. mad max in there to where they're just knocking people down like throwing fits like people yelling at each other but not to not like to you those. it's like the, it's the most polite they could be to the the ah, individuals okay but as rude as they could possibly be to each other to each other yeah so this is it would almost be a commission-based wait staff <laughs> Where they're like, they are paid based on how well they do in comparison to one another. Right. They're being graded on a curve. Yes. Because they all get to participate in this mm-hmm. test. Yeah. But only one will rise to the top. I'm thinking of it in like sports team mentality to where you have mm. contracts, signing bonuses. Yes. <laughs> you have things, you have like particular like contractual goals to where if you like can do cer- a certain amount of things, yeah. make a certain amount of tips or something like that, I you like make it. more money. I just yeah. think, I think this is rank capitalism at its finest. Yeah, there's going to be, you're going to have an ATM at the entrance. Yes. And you, well actually, no, if you just have a fistful of dollar bills, we're talking about a different kind of business. <laughs> That's how we're going. I'm trying to... So maybe maybe at the entrance of the the establishment, you're given a certain amount of tokens. Okay. And these tokens you give to the waitstaff that are doing the best for your table. So at the end of the night, they're they're turning in these tokens and there's like a scoreboard where you can (laughs) see who is doing better. So they're like... They're not only actively competing, yes. they can see their status in real time. I like this. I like that. It could be app-based. It's, it's it, yeah, we're seeing like a board maybe at like a baseball field, that kind of thing, or like the scoreboard that they have at like a, a big golfing tournament or yes. something like that, yeah. where you can see who's on top in the moment. Yep. Um, I think there should also be like knockout rules to where if somebody <laughs> goes down injured or actually gets physically knocked out yeah. then like it's just understood it's like royal rumble rules to where it's like hey you're out of the ring like you're done though yeah and you're out of here yeah. yeah you're gonna have some refs come in and like drag them out <laughs> i think we're gonna have to see the kitchen too this is gonna be an open kitchen design oh it'll be in the center yes. of the restaurant oh, because they're fighting in there too i mean this is a yeah this is Dinner and a show is what yeah, this is. Absolutely. And yeah. so but I mean, that's where the real nasty stuff goes down is in the kitchen. Because I mean you've got some dangerous elements to play around with yeah. there. And you're gonna have cameras, you're gonna have active like sports announcers telling yeah. you what's going on. Because you might miss something. That's right. You're looking at Bonnie and Craig <laughs> over here and yep. they're like duking it out. And you might miss Jared, yep. who does a sick spin move that's past right. Betsy in the kitchen. That's right. Just to get to her table yep. and deliver the food before she even knows what's happening. Right, gentlemen rules though. Of course. It's I mean if if it comes to blows, it's straight fists. Yeah, that's it. No weapons. No weapons. Um, yeah. Which is why the replays are so important because the chefs they get in there with the spatula, they've heated it on the griddle. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're yeah. Now if you throw somebody onto the grill, that's fair. Game. That's fair game. Yeah, yeah. but using like. <laughs> Picking up the grill to hit them. Yes. That's not going to work. Using superheated utensils from the oven (laughs) to brand your opponents. Yeah. Yeah, With your initials. (laughs) That's only only for the like hell in the cell like nights that we do whenever there's like no rules. And And just to be certain, like this is also one of those things where they may be fighting each other. Mm -hmm. But if you think for a second 
that you're going to step into that ring yeah. and you're going to pull like a funny move and trip one of the waiters or nudge them as they're going by. You get dragged out of your booth and beat senseless by all of them together. Yeah, I, I actually, I really love that. That's a weird kind of like crowd control that they're doing for the patrons. It will, it will look like a barrage of orangutans. Yeah. <laughs> they're just there's some sort of call that they do just to acknowledge it. Or actually there's a there's an alarm, like a hockey alarm or yes. something that goes yeah. on. Like whenever they score a goal. Like when if someone is pulled out of the booth, booth alarm. Booth alarm. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's the clarion call and they're just like there they like just ripping know. this person yeah, to shreds. It's shred. fair game. Yeah. 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 It, which is why you sign a waiver when you come in. As That's well. right. Yeah. yeah, because all of this is above board. <laughs> of course, yeah. This, I mean, it's like UFC, right? I mean, right. we're all in to watch people beat each other <laughs> to a bloody pulp, as long as it's civilized. Yeah, it 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 is. It is exactly like UFC. <laughs> Just put a dinner table in the middle of the octagon, and you have the perfect representation of what we're talking about. Yes. Or or put the the UFC fighters in an Applebee's and then <laughs> and get, that's <laughs> actually a better representation. <laughs> also imagine they have to like they can gain points from getting your order right, but maybe they've taken so many blows in the head by that point in the night that like it's mm. going to be kind of dicey whether or not you get that that burger without pickles or not. And so <laughs> which is also a consideration they have to make. Right. I mean, how many all-out fist fights are they willing to get in? Cuz if they bring you your burger before everyone else, but you don't know whether that's medium rare or that's the waiter's blood that's dripping good. out feel, of the burger. I, I feel like we got a little intense there, but I really like the energy you're bringing here to where maybe it's more of a chess match. Mm. Maybe they're not just throwing haymakers left and right. Maybe it's kind of a... There's a lot of thought that's going to go yeah, into this. Like it might get a little messy. Yeah. It might get extra wet by the end of the night. <laughs> but they've got to play the long game if they really want to win. The Rooster's Octagon. <laughs> the Roostagon. The Roostagon. It was right there. Alright, so we, when we were talking about the Roostagon, you mentioned tokens being... The, a, a, uh, a rudimentary token system. A token system. Yes. You know who does not have a rudimentary token system is Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh. They have a very sophisticated <laughs> token system. Right. You get the token, you put it in a machine. Do you remember as a kid, like, they would do these, like, good grade programs at Chuck E. Cheese? Did you oh, have yeah. a Chuck E. Cheese near you growing of up? Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The closest one was here in Lexington. Did I often go? No. No. <laughs> It, it is very much that place that I think my parents hated driving down New Circle past mm. it because they knew every time we were going to be like, "Oh, we could just, we could just." Go oh, look, here. it's Chuck E. Cheese! <laughs> like, right. Yeah, we, we know and you have Chuck to like e. fend it off like the whole time that's going on. And so, anyways, <clears throat> Chuck E. Cheese is—I don't know that they're a well-oiled machine. It's been a long time since I've been there. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just remember as a child, and children, we both have children. Mm -hmm. Children are dirty. Yes. Okay, and I remember as a child thinking, mm -hmm. that place is kind of dirty. <laughs> was it Was it the creepy, herky-jerky animatronics that were in there? Yeah, that kind of it, definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the animatronics, big time. But also, like, 
It was the only children's establishment that I ever went into that was dimly lit. And yeah. I think that was on purpose. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. And I, and I think that makes it extra creepy when there's that one animatronic that isn't working, but is just staring like wide-eyed <laughs> like at you the whole time yes, while yeah. the song's going on, but the mouth isn't moving. Yeah, and... it's a little bit sort of like goofy movie, like the <laughs> Possum right. Pals-esque, yes. you know? Like that... <laughs> That was Chuck E. Cheese in my mind. Oh my gosh, that's good. Um, I recently found out that Chuck E. Cheese, when they are attempting to hire people, hmm. saw this on an ad, that they are looking for cast members. Do you know who else uses the term cast members for their staff? Uh, I think the only people that I've heard of is uh, the venerable Disney theme parks. That's right. So so what I love about this is I want to know which came first. Like, I'm the- assuming <laughs> Disney is the one that started using the term cast members. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that Chuck E. Cheese is now doing this for the minimum wage worker behind the counter that is like... Letting you buy probably overpriced nasty pizza. Mm-hmm. That this is a cast yes. member. That this is that's interesting because it, let, let me give you another example of this. So when we went to Disneyland a couple years ago, um, and this is another thing we're gonna have to bring up another time because we I'm have sorry, another this concerning was not, story. This is that, not a couple of years ago <laughs> yeah. because there are reasons why I know when. This yeah, was. we're gonna get back into this like soon, but for this time around. We went to the, um, uh, I forget what it's called now, but it's the Star Wars section of the park. Yes. And we went to one of the bars there to get a drink because it was also like super hot and whatever. And the whole time, the people there have to stay in character. Like they are working as if they are on like a foreign planet wow. and they're welcoming you into that. And so like we were asking about what their drink options were because it was going to be a little bit of a wait. And, like, the whole time, they were like, ah, oh, let's see, well, like, on your planet, do you do you like something called whiskey? And I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> but it wasn't annoying either, because sometimes I get annoyed by that stuff, and it, they, they were really good about it. And you're like, I do. Yeah. I do I like do that on my that planet. On my planet. <laughs> my planet of Kentucky. <laughs> we make many whiskey in Kentucky on my planet. So so now, the only reason I bring that example up is that now let's go back to the minimal wage worker at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. What is their expectation? What is, what is the, the cast member role for Chuck E. Cheese? What is the world of Chuck E. Cheese? That's, yeah. Well, and moreover, how, what expectation is put upon this worker? What are they bringing to the table? Yes. Who are you? <laughs> what if what if each person hired at Chuck E. Cheese is required to come up with an elaborate backstory for who they are as an employee, but but they're not allowed to use their own backstory? No, like the, no. again, you're a cast member. You're you'll playing be, a character. You will be audited. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the people who are hired at Chuck E. Cheese. This establishment is the people's establishment. Right. This is not 
for royalty. Right. These aren't. This is not an establishment for the ultra elite. That's fair. This is for the common man. This is yes. This is for me and you. Yeah. Perhaps those that are hired at Chuck E. Cheese are undercover members of the ultra-rich and royalty from around the world. Okay. And so to step into the world of Chuck E. Cheese is to live the life of the common man. Okay. And their backstories may seem commonplace to us, but they are literally setting foot in a foreign planet. When, When Walt Disney wanted to... When Walt Disney wanted to like feel amongst the people, he would just enter into the Chuck E. Cheese. Universe. He would he would enter the cheese. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, could Charles Entertainment Cheese just be a like? Could it be like maybe this is like a brother of Mickey Mouse? <laughs> oh. And and or a cousin or something like that, somebody that was shunned, and it's like, well, I can do, I can do, I this can too. do what you can do, but I'm going to bring it to the common man, Mickey. Yeah, I'm not making stories about the rich and the famous, the <laughs> prince and the princesses. That's right. This is the story of the people. Right. Yeah. And you may be the son of a Russian oligarch. Yeah. But when you set foot in Charles Entertainment Cheese, the place, yes. the planet, the yeah. world. Yes. You are just Brad. Okay. So now I'm thinking of a movie that would never happen because we could just, you couldn't get it cleared. But we'll talk about it here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea of using a conflict that probably doesn't exist between Disneyland and Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. But it plays out in a very Animal Farm kind of way. But it's the story of the Russian Revolution. Mm. To where you have Tsarist Disney and you have the proletariat, Lenin, Lenin Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Charles Lennon Cheese. Just meeting and talking about how the people are going to rise up and take over. and Or, you know what? You're not even rise up. They're just going to be like, you know what? This would be a cool place to hang out. Why don't we just like <laughs> us... <laughs> Well, just us people that don't don't care for like all those rich fancy stores. Well, we just hung here and like had a good time. Yeah, played in the ball pit. Listen, we've got the tokens. We're gonna get the tickets. Yeah, we're gonna get some bouncy balls. Yeah, and that's enough for us because at the end of the day, isn't life just a bouncy ball? Wouldn't world history be wild if <laughs> if the communist Russia had just like they're like ah, you know what I think we're good I think we'll just hang out in this ball pit and. <laughs> And chill and drink some vodka, have a good time, and uh, not worry about it. Sing along with the uh, with the bad animatronics. So basically, you're saying that Moscow is just sort of a ball pit. Uh, it could have been. It, it the world could be a lot better if it was just a ball pit. Because I think everyone would be a lot less cranky. Imagine all the people in Saint Petersburg. <laughs>
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.